Lucille Ball. We think we know her, don't we? We've seen I Love Lucy for the last 50 years plus. We know Lucy, we know Desi, we know their children. But there's a lot we don't know yet. So let's learn it together. On this podcast, we're going to learn about Lucille Ball. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Why Gary Morton? Have you ever wondered why Gary Morton? Okay, who's Gary Morton? Well, after her divorce from Desi Arnaz, Lucille Ball married Gary Morton in November of 1961. Okay, well, who is he? Born Morton Galdapper, G-O-L-D-A-P-P-E-R, was his birth, his given name at birth, in New York in 1917. And he was a comedian who entertained the troops initially in World War II while he was enlisted, keep the guys happy, and he gradually moved into entertaining at summer camps in the Catskills. And by 1961, he had moved up his routine to doing stand-up at various events and nightclubs, including the Copacabana in New York. Now, someone told me or suggested that they thought Gary Morton came from the Club Babalu that was owned by Desi Arnaz. Let me just say this. No. He did not. Gary Morton did not appear at the Club Babalu, owned by Desi Arnaz. It was the Copa, Copa Cabana in New York. That's where you probably saw him. So how did he meet our Lucille Ball? Well, while Lucy was appearing in the Broadway play The Wildcats, remember that one? She was introduced to Gary Morton while on a blind date, beware blind date, set up by Jack Carter and his wife. Jack Carter and his wife and Lucy were close. I think Jack Carter actually had something to do with the wildcat play. Anyways, turned him down a couple times or whatever because she was busy or tired. But Lucy had expressed to Jack and his wife that she did not want to get married again, ever. Never say never. Finding Gary fun to be around and leading a pretty simple life, Lucy found herself attracted to him. After that initial blind date, they spent a lot of time together and eventually got married. And Lucy really tried, she tried, as wives do, to include Gary Morton in the workings of being a studio executive. But Gary Morton did not have the qualifications nor the background to pull off such an important role. <laughs> Gary Morton actually thought, get this, he thought Desi Arnaz, right, Desi Arnaz would help him learn the inner workings of a network. <laughs> Ooh, 
Desi was not even interested in helping Gary Morton with anything. Anything. I mean, dude, you married my ex-wife one year after our divorce. I don't. I wouldn't help you down the street, let alone teach you how to do my job. Okay, Desi would barely say more than hi and bye to the gentleman he called Barry Horton, purposely mispronouncing his name. I bet Desi had fun with that. I just know he did. I can see it. Well, in 1967, Lucille Ball sold Desilu to Paramount and formed a new production company called, appropriately, Lucille Ball Productions. Lucille Ball Productions. And she plays Gary Morton as vice president. Yeah. Gary Morton's going to be the vice president of Lucille Ball Productions. Well, according to Lucy, it was so that Gary would have more to do than just play golf all day. But his main job was warming up the audience before shows. I can be a vice president. We all can be vice presidents. I can warm up an audience. I can make people clap. Anyway, some of Lucy's friends did not like Gary Morton at all. They saw him as riding Lucy's coattail. And since the best thing he had done, his best achievements were comedy clubs, stand-up comedy roles in the Army and nightclubs. And they thought Lucy could do a lot better for herself. Well, it all depends on what you want for yourself. Some of Lucy's friends outright hated him. One of her friends described Gary Morton as, quote-unquote, a horse's neck. I've heard the horse's whatever, whatever before, but I'm not sure she really wanted to say neck. But we're going to keep it clean and just say horse's neck. But Lucy loved him, and you know what love is. Love will make you see things that aren't there and not see things that are right there. But she found him to be safe and uncomplicated. And I guess if you've spent your last 20 years busy and the marriage was this and it was that, to find someone safe and uncomplicated were probably two things very important to Lucille Ball at this stage of her life. I get it. And Lucy would defend him fiercely to her friends. Fiercely. If you said something about Gary Morton to Lucy, she'd jump all over it. That's her husband. She's going to defend him. You know, that's, I guess, you know. Anyway, Paramount didn't think much of Gary Morton. And they actually accused Lucille Ball of nepotism. That's why he's here. Nepotism. And to that, Lucy had this to say. Quote, I've been very lucky with the use of nepotism. Why not? If you have a nepot around that's worthy, use him or her. By the way, what the hell is a nepot? Oh, my God. Lucy is funny even when she's not trying to be funny. She figured nepotism, the root word, would be nepot. So if you've got a good nepot, (laughs) use it. (laughs) Good one, Lucy. Hats off. Oh, yes, I love her. 
<sighs> but sadly, Lucille Ball passed on April 26 of 1989, after which Gary Morton married Zsa Gabor. Yeah, briefly. And they created a pilot for an unsold talk show in Switzerland. I'm not even going to go there. And the marriage, of course, failed. The marriage, I'm told, only lasted one or two months. It was probably annulled. I think one or two months, you can probably have it annulled. And maybe that's why I had such a difficult time finding any information about the marriage. Neither of them are listed on each other's spouse list on IMDb. I mean, you know, would you bother two months, one month, whatever. So in 1990, this dude gets around. In 1994, Gary Morton married Susie McAllister, and they remained married until his death in 1999. Here's the issue. Here it is, Lori. This is it. When Lucille Ball passed away, she left her Palm Springs home to Gary Morton, her husband, including the furniture and appliances. Okay, I understand that. He lives there. We were married, what, 18, whatever number of years by now? You leave him the home. You leave him the furniture. You don't want him to sleep on the floor. You leave the appliances. It's got to wash dishes. You know, these are all understandable to me. But that's the word that changes everything in most situations. But there was still a lot of Lucille Ball's personal belongings in the home as well. And when Gary Morton passed, his wife Susan hired Stephen Rutcher from the law firm Reuben Rutcher and Blum to assist her with auctioning off Lucille Ball's personal possessions. Wow. Including her jewelry, her furs, her clothing. Her awards, and get this, this is where I think you just really, really went way, way, way far. She auctioned off Lucy's love letters. Yes, her love letters and personal notes handwritten by Lucy to her husband. The love letters between Desi and Lucy and the love letters between Gary and Lucy. She wanted to auction them off. Wow. I I don't know. I don't get that. Needless to say, this was not pleasing to Lucy's children, Lucy and Desi Jr. So, Susie Morton of Riverside County sued Lucy Arnez Luckenbill in Riverside Superior Court, stating that when Gary Morton passed, (laughs) The possessions he inherited from Lucille Ball became her possessions. Okay, house, again, furniture, appliances. I'm going to let that go. And she hired Heritage Auction Gallery in Beverly Hills to auction off Lucy's property. Lucy Arnez believed and stated, quote, Items that were personal items of my mother should have been returned to the family. And I agree with her. I don't even want your love letters, babe. I'd be too embarrassed to read them. 
Unfortunately, initially, Lucy Arnaz was unable to prevent the auction of Lucy's love letters and awards. Awards presented to Lucille Ball. This is all according to the Courthouse News Service. (laughs) So, in Los Angeles Superior Court, Judge Robert O'Brien agreed to block the sale. Go Bobby. He also, un-go Bobby, imposed a $250,000 cost for the bond to Lucy Arnaz to block the sale. So, uh, of course, uh, Lucy's lawyer said, no, that bond is too high, which gave me pause. So she won on a legal basis, but she lost on an economic basis. Shouldn't have had to go through that. You want to charge me a quarter of a million dollars to keep my mom and dad's love letters? There's, there's, that, that says a lot. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. When Susie Morton became aware that um, Lucille Ball's children wanted those things, she should have given them to her. You've already auctioned off Lucy's Rolls Royce to the Heritage Auction Galleries. Lucille's, uh, Lucy Arnaz's actual legal team was able, thank you, to negotiate a resolution with the auction house, not Susie Morton. She negotiated a resolution with the auction house to return the Lifetime Achievement Awards to Lucille Ball's family. You have to negotiate that. You have to negotiate giving back someone's Lifetime Achievement Awards. Well, I, I, okay. So anyway, it was an online auction. So I was able to look up some of the things that she auctioned off. Here we go. Lucy's handwritten personal notes and letters were put up for auction. A silver box given to her by Frank Sinatra was auctioned off. Lucy's personal picture frames from her bedroom dresser were auctioned off. Here's where it gets really, really, really hurtful. Lucille Ball's Humanitarian Award, presented to her in 1973, was auctioned off. Mm, That really gave me pause. Okay, also a gold decorative plate that was a gift to Lucille Ball from Arthur Godfrey. Yeah, she auctioned that off to people. Lucy's jewelry boxes... So, from this auction that Mrs. Susie Morton held, she made a sum of $230,000. And uh, Lucy Arnaz's attorney called the auction demeaning and insulting to the memory of Lucille Ball. And I agree. I could have even... I couldn't even understand... Why you would want someone's... Do you know what lifetime achievement means? These are easy, simple words. Lifetime, duh. Achievement. Achievement. 
you took the Woman's Lifetime Achievement Award? Really? I didn't see you in not one episode of I Love Lucy. What'd you achieve? I didn't see you on the Lucy show. Here's Lucy. Life with Lucy. I didn't see you in any of them. So these are not your achievements. I didn't see you in any of the movies that Lucy did. Don't you need to earn a Lifetime Achievement Award to put the word achievement in there in the first place? Your achievement was marrying the man that married Lucy. (laughs) Very, very, very not cool. You may be wondering... I know I was certainly curious when they said Lucy Arnaz and Desi Arnaz Jr. could not pay the $250,000 for the restraining order to stop the auction of Lucy's personal effects. It wasn't that they couldn't afford it. Not at all. That's not the point. That's not the issue. The issue is it's an insult to our mother. An outright insult. People say, well, weren't her children rich? Well, just pay the money and give her and get rid of her. Give her the money, get rid of her. No, 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 no. Were Lucy's children rich? Not the point. They weren't they having royalty? Didn't they get royalties from I Love Lucy? Well, 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 hold up. They did not have royalties back then for actors. Okay? Especially when you own the studio. You can royalty yourself? No. They did not have royalties back then for actors. You see, some people were rich and some people were famous. Famous is harder to achieve. In fact, Lucy's Palm Springs home was quite modest by L.A. standards of today. It was originally put on the market for $9 million. Then... Dropped down to $6 million. That's a big old drop. And eventually sold for, sit down now, I don't want you to fall, $3.5 million. Mm -hmm. And with the estate taxes and the money owed on taxes from the sale of Desilu to Paramount, that ate up a lot of that $3.5 million. And check this out, at insult to injury, they charged Lucy's estate for Lucille Ball's obituary. Yeah, I see a whole lot of greed going on. A whole lot of greed. Whole, whole, whole lot of greed. But anyway, back to her children. Desi Jr. lived a very modest life, you know, like his mom. He leads modest life in Boulder City, Nevada, owning two homes on the same street. I believe they were right next door to each other. Uh, One was valued at the time. Let's put the time in perspective. Not today. At that time, one was valued at $150,000 and the other at $217,000. Now, what I like about this whole thing, if you don't like your neighbors, buy their daggone house. (laughs) I don't know if he didn't like his neighbors, but what a way to control the neighborhood. You don't like your neighbors, or you do like your neighbors. You want to control who lives next to you? Buy it. <laughs> that was so funny to me. I loved it. <laughs> it's been said by some folk, not me. I didn't say this. Don't write my name down. Desi Arnaz, died, Desi Arnaz Sr. died broke. 
and his children had to take care of her mother, who was in her 90s when her son died. Boy, 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 that is so not true. So, so, so not true. But it doesn't have to be true, up here, apparently, for people to say it. When Desi Arnaz passed away, his net worth was about $20 million. And if that's what you consider broke, please, please break me. Please break me. $20 million is more than enough to take care of your mother. Really? We're, remember now, we're talking about Desi Arnaz. The man breathed business. He breathed success. He was born into wealth. He's not going to leave his mother or his children destitute. He always take, took care of business. Did you really think, despite his supposed drinking and gambling addiction, he would leave his children and his mother destitute? No, sir. No, sir. Well, I guess if you consider $20 million broke, he would broke. break me. <laughs> Initially, Lucille Ball had agreed to leave her entire fortune to Lucy and Desi Jr. Entire fortune. Entire. But guess who stepped in? Yeppers. Mr. Gary Morton talked her out of it. I don't know what he said. I really don't know what he could have said. But he convinced Lucy to leave her money to a convent that he visited on weekends. I didn't know you could, first of all, visit a convent. (laughs) But he did. He convinced Lucy to leave a bulk of her money to the convent that he visited on weekends. So I don't know if he had aspirations of uh, priesthood or nonhood. I don't know. I don't even know the. I don't. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know. Want to speculate on why that happened or what he could have said to make her change and um, leave the money to a. Con- but she did leave quite a bit to her grandchildren. Quite a bit. Quite, quite, quite a bit. And when you got a big bit, you can leave quite a bit. <laughs> and actually, USA Today reported that, speaking of his children, USA Today reported that the company owned by Desi Arnaz Jr. called Desi Lu 2 was the largest Hispanic-owned company valued at $60 million. Well, these broke people sure have a lot of money. They sure have a lot of money, I tell you what. I mean, come on, who are we talking about here? I Love Lucy, the show won five Emmy Awards, and it won the George Foster Peabody Award four times. Broke, really? The re- today, the reruns of I Love Lucy draw 40 million views a year just here in America. 40 million views a year still and the show has been off the air since 1957 I don't know who else can say that and today Lucy Arnaz the broke one uh, net worth about 40 million yeah 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 oh yeah she's struggling and Desi Arnaz Jr. has a net worth of about 20 million not including Desi Lou too so I'm just gonna say this 
What the heck? What the heck? This is some. This is craziness. Who would want someone's... I know I just can't get off this subject. Who wants someone else's Lifetime Achievement Awards? Or Humanitarian Awards? Have you looked up the meaning to the word humanitarian? I'm just saying. You, you really want someone's Lifetime Achievement Award or Humanitarian Award. I see a Webster Dictionary in your future. And why? Why? Why would you want another woman's love letters? I don't want to read your love letters. I don't want to read my own diary sometimes. I don't want to look back and go, God, you were dumb. <laughs> God, you were smart. Hey, throw that in there, Alpha. You never know. There's a page or two in there where I'm, you know, a little whatever. Where's your heart? Is everything dollars? Where's your heart? At the bank? Maybe she saw dollars and not hearts. I'm just saying. I'm just guessing. Let me say this. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. She is one of our listeners for suggesting the subject of today's podcast. I have certainly learned a lot from researching Mr. Gary Morton. I've also learned that we all take a good, good, hard look. Don't just let your attorneys tell you. Read it. Riff. Reading is fundamental. Read your own contracts. Read your own will, deeds, trust, everything. Read it. You want to make sure that whatever you want to happen, happens. Don't suppose. I certainly am going to make sure all five of my dollars go to my daughter. My daughter. I don't want her getting four fifty. I don't want her getting three seventy five. I want her to have all five of them dollars. <laughs> so I better hang on long enough till I can make at least ten, right? Give her something good. She can get a cheeseburger and fries. <laughs> okay, people. Again, thank you, Lori. Thank you so so much, and thank you, Brenda, for your support and kind words. Thank you, Nicole. Oh God, that's my daughter. Oh God, I can't tell you how much I love you. Thank you, my grandson, for suggesting this podcast. And Vernon, always. Remember our mission. I love Lucy too, folks. Stay safe. Try to stay happy, please. And laugh as much as possible. That's the easiest one. You know how to laugh as much as possible? I know you do. Raise your hand out there. Yeah, yeah, I see you. You watch I Love Lucy. Duh. You will laugh. I promise. There is no way you can watch I Love Lucy and not laugh. I don't care what mood you're in. If Actually, if you're in a bad mood, that's the best time to watch it. Change that. Bad mood's not going to get you anything anyway. Stomach ache, ulcers, none of that's fun. <laughs> watch I Love Lucy. You'll get a laugh. Lots, lots and lots of deep belly laughs. I promise. I love Lucy too. I sure hope you do. Until next time, keep laughing, keep smiling, and be kind. Bye for now.